Hello, good evening in Philippines, good morning in Houston, and greetings around the world. This is Mr. B for another episode of Free Talk with Mr. B. We're running the series Adult Communication, and we have Alicia on and Phil on who are helping us host this program so we can keep talking about adults and between us how we talk and how we communicate. Last week, we were covering um, uh, an aspect of adult communication that talked about what she wants. And this week, we said we wanted to include what does he want. And so what we're asking or kind of talking about is when we're communicating with a male, and I wanted to hear you guys' uh, opinion first, what do you think he wants? And whether it was a social interaction, whether it was your mates, or your workmates or homemates or whoever what do you think he wants what does he want <laughs> it, it's a bit controversial with with this topic right now because we cannot really identify what men want not until we ask them might be they're giving us mixed signals but uh it's gonna be but there are action could be uh, taken differently by other people so it's different depending on what actions they are showing to us that's the time maybe we could uh, check with ourselves what does he want from me so yeah could be different person different situation and different actions they are showing <laughs> all right Alicia hey I don't have a specific answer to that. I, I want you to hear your opinion as a man. <laughs> oh yes, well I, I identify with being a man and uh, uh, being a 65, I'm 62 year old man. I gotta wait for a while before I get older, huh? Being around <laughs> my 62nd year, I have a lot of ideas about what I want and what I think I'm communicating. Um, but like Phil said, it's very hard to determine what a, what does he want unless you start drilling down into the nitty gritty of the conversation or communicating more and more. And that's why adult communication is so important. We need to really ask more questions and allow the answers. Um, the reason I say allow the answers because sometimes we start reacting very fast to first answers or if we get the first two words we may already conclude what the other words are going to be and we're going to miss what he what we want have you guys heard a, a, a lot about these subjects and have you heard of uh, Masters and Johnson's conversation between men and women for example not yet for me Okay. So the Masters and Johnson, I think it was back in the 60s and 70s, they were evaluating this interaction between the sexes and the conversation. And, and they, there was a big phrase that was used that says men are from Mars and women are from Venus. And which really is saying that we're from two different planets completely when we're communicating. <laughs> and as we're communicating, we know there's a big difference when it's at work and a big difference when we're at home or in any social gathering and social atmosphere. So when we said last week, what does she want? And now we're including this week, what does he want? Well, I think he wants the same thing that she wants. <laughs> you know, If you really want to put it simply, and I think he wants to be heard. He wants to be 
listened to in that same sense and he wants to be understood and that's as generic as i can say um because i think she wants the same thing too she wants you to listen to her and to try to understand what she's trying to communicate and he wants her to listen to him and try to understand what he's trying to communicate so what does he want is a listening ear at least that what do you think i agree that um to me this kind of topics should not be separated uh according to the sex because we are humans so we have uh similar needs uh, of course i heard this women are from mars venus and men are from mars and i really don't understand this because i feel like <coughs> it separates even more men and women and it's not it's not real it's like a fake separation because we actually we work to me i'm not a professional but to me we work and think the same however the society will push different uh different ways that all men should think like that and women should should think like that so to me it's society that created this separation but naturally we are human beings so based on the personality based on the environment we grew up in we will have different expectations but not because we are a man or a woman and i feel like this this kind of discussion all men things like that and women things like that is more harmful for men because mostly it's men or they don't really express express emotions so we should try to understand no we should just say oh men and women should express emotion that's it like human should express emotion and not put this idea that oh they don't really show their emotions so understand <laughs> no <laughs> you know men fail yeah i really agree with alicia's idea not because you are a man you should not express more of your emotion because being able to communicate what really feel and need as well as wants in a very respectful way it i think it's a learned skill that like any other skill and it should we be better as long as we practice it's going to be assertive communication and being more assertive with that communication it's not because you're a woman you're a man it's probably because of the culture the environment you grew up in so, here i agree yeah i mean and you guys are bringing up some good points because the emotional points are very very important us men and i'm going to speak for all men i'm going to take the liberty to do that at this time us men are very emotional and we don't manage our emotions very well but we're very emotional so if a woman is managing her emotion very well it's fine it doesn't mean that she has a different emotion we have the same emotions because we're human and we maybe we don't manage it very well and the cultural behaviors that we're being groomed by are being told we're not supposed to cry i'm sorry i must admit i cry a lot but because i am not um, um overly conscious about what someone perceive me to be when i cry because it makes me feel better so i cry you know and i'm very very deep seated emotion kind of person so i cry a lot but i'm also 
like a woman, very strong when I need to be, and very passionate when I need to be, and and very empathetic and sympathetic when I need to be, and still very strong when I need to be. Like I like I once said. So what I what I want, I guess, if I say what a man wants, I want to be free to be all those things without being labeled that I'm not that much of a man just because I'm crying in public. You know, I don't think it diminishes my manhood to cry in public. You know, and so the crying was generated by something. It was not just generated just because I was feeling a moment of weakness and needed to cry. No, it was my deep-seated emotions were being moved that moved me to show an extreme amount of emotion. Good for you that uh, you allow yourself to cry. But I know a lot of my male friends don't cry that much. And um, I think, and they told me, oh, we, I don't know how to cry. Which for women, it's so simple. If I tell a story to my friend and I tend to cry, she would just hug me. But men don't know how to cry. And they don't know how to behave when they, they feel like they will start crying. So they just repress their emotion. So as I was saying, it's really harmful for them. Yeah. Uh, so two ladies might hug each other and comfort each other but when a man is crying again depends on the circumstances the other man may not come and comfort him because they think it's not manly and so when you go back to what does he want he wants to be treated fairly he wants to be treated squarely and so yeah if a guy gives me a nice big hug because i really needed at that time that i was in my moment of tears it doesn't mean i'm going to give him a big kiss or anything like that or a big hug and it, you know i'm saying hey if i if i'm getting someone who can make me feel secure at the moment i want the same things a woman want is to make her feel secure at the moment um, and so sometimes women help each other because they can do that but our society has put us in the into the situation where we feel that we must not do this and we must not do that. And I'm saying what a man wants, I want from me, and I'm sure there's a lot of others of us, and they should tell us when they listen to this podcast, if it's the case or not. I want to be free to do whatever a woman can do in a sense of showing my emotion, speaking truth to power, expressing <coughs> my likes and dislikes, and communicating what it's like on Mars. <laughs> if I'm from Mars, I'll be able to communicate what it's like there and be able to listen to what it's like on Venus. <laughs> Interesting, because as you were giving your example, I was thinking, oh, a lot of this is rooted in homophobia, actually. Uh, that men should not be too physical with other men because you could be perceived as gay, which is which should be okay if you are gay but with this whole homophobia society then yeah it, it makes men uncomfortable around other men's not because i think most men know if they are or not um gay but they don't want to be perceived as gay and this is when it's it becomes an issue and phil Yep, same for me. I know some of my friends, they when it's very emotional moment 
oh, why are you not crying? They will just say like, I'm so shy to cry. You might think of like, I'm I'm gay, but that's definitely okay. And sometimes uh, I know some men, they only show their emotion with the people they're comfortable with. Some yeah. of them, they are just hide it in, in the in hidden side. Some of them, they show it with the people they're comfortable with. So, yeah, with what you mentioned, what what does he want? It's really good that you show what you really want. You show what you feel in, in front of others without being perceived as something like this. So, yeah, I get it now. What does he want? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and, and as I mentioned earlier, he wants the same things that you would want. He wants to be free to be himself. Now, if a guy doesn't want to cry, it's okay. It doesn't mean he's not emotional because emotions are shown in many, many ways. Like a lot of times someone could say, what does he want? And every time a man communicates to a woman or he communicates between two adults, if two men are talking, it's granted, it may not, he may not speak to the man the same way he speaks to a woman because he is still a man and he still have, like myself, I am more sensitive when I speak to a woman because I want her to feel good about herself. I want her to feel good about me in her presence. And she will say, oh, he looks good or he speaks good. Ah, when she walks away, we want to perceive that we gave a good message. And so I'm, I'm sure when, when a woman is talking to a man, whether it's at work or in a social setting, she doesn't want the, the man to walk away thinking, oh my gosh, what an idiot. You know, so the man also he doesn't want her to walk away thinking, "Oh my gosh, that guy is uh, is a pervert," you know, or something like that. We want people to walk away with a good perception of who we are, and so when we do that, we speak to them in a way that's very comfortable. I have made some men. I think I probably did some of it on purpose. I have made some men very uncomfortable because I would stop and look them in the eye. You know, I really love you. I would tell them. And they're like, what? What? You can say that? And I said, yeah. I said, I'm a 62-year-old man. I'm very, very confident in my skin. I'm very, very comfortable. And I'm looking at you and saying, I think you're a good person and I love you. And it's very hard for some people to do it, much less some people to receive. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so we want the freedom to say that. Now, um, since I brought it up, if a man said that to you, that he thinks you're you're really a good person they like the way you flow and they say i just totally love you what are they saying what are they communicating in this form of adult communication with that i would perceive that as might be he really like something that i do and then it depends what the next course of action will be if that's <laughs> just uh uh might be he is just like like what i do or what i look for that day so i feel good about myself and, and alicia <laughs> so as i always say it depends on my perception of this person and if i love them back if i love them back i will be happy if not i will feel uncomfortable um yeah that's it <laughs> <laughs> well, since there are many, many forms of love, um, the person is kind of telling you they, they love the person in you, the person that you are. Mm -hmm. And some ah. people, yeah, they love that neutral feeling because mm -hmm. when you meet somebody, 
there's two things they can say um i don't like who you are i don't like how you are and i totally hate you that would throw you aback you know mm-hmm. and the person look at you i gosh i love your person i love the way you flow i love who you are and so I, it's kind of awkward if the boss tells you that you know and it's kind of awkward if a stranger tell you that but it still need said because in the human culture we are supposed to love each other and so i know we're going to talk more about those in different episodes but what what does he want comes with that too he wants the freedom to say how he feels without being judged and so i think women want that too but gosh men really want that because every time we say something whether it's politically correct or not or however it flows <laughs> we're trying to say agape is right before you or um the in my case Philia is like loving so many people as my children because I'm 62 and I meet so many young people but I really like what they're doing how they're working and how they're feeling but again when it's a different gender they may like what is this man up to why is he looking me in my face and telling me I love you and we're so as a society so far away from saying these things the i just thought that when we're saying good morning to someone and actually waiting and and asking how are you and waiting for the answer and listening unlike the americans we walk away we're actually saying you know like the song um i see friends shaking hands saying how do you do they're really saying i love you and so the whole behavior is a, i love you behavior as another human you know not and, and it doesn't say and and that's this one is for you Alicia it doesn't say the man is telling you i want to get into your pants it says i like the human that you are and i love you i understand but to me the the word love is too strong for this context <laughs> i think i appreciate you would be uh, would fit the situation better than i love you <laughs> <laughs> and the same for you Phil for me the word love is like very deep and strong and if someone said i love your flow i love your personality i would feel flattered i'll feel good about myself and with what you are saying i'm now getting it that we should be free to express ourselves without being judged but yeah i'm getting used to the word love uh just showing <laughs> affection or just appreciating it is because are so many forms of love you know where you're saying it's not eros it's not necessarily agape it's not philia it's not all of the other forms i mean because gosh for inanimate things we can quickly say oh i just love chocolate ice cream i love that to, to you know blah 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 and why are we so free to say that but yet we ignore the humans when you really love their flow you really like who they are you really appreciate like alicia was saying and so uh, bringing that into the subject makes me remember to say that a lot of men like to be able to express themselves without the opposite sex perceiving that they mean a whole bunch more things than they actually meant you know <laughs> and so <laughs> that is one of the areas i think as a human family we need to work on to to say how what do we really want we want to be able to say how we really feel because we too are emotional creatures i don't necessarily agree with what you just said <clears throat> especially 
uh, considering my experience as a woman. So the reason why we would feel uncomfortable having a stranger or someone we are not that close to saying such strong word, I love you, or the stare or being, I don't know, trying to get close is because we don't know what men are capable. We know what men are capable of. So uh, men are perceived as a threat and we don't know what... (laughs) If this person is in in this in this spectrum or not if they want if they have good intentions or not so of course i understand oh yes uh, they want to feel they want to express their feeling etc but before that i i think we have a bigger issue to to <laughs> is make women feel comfortable around men and then yeah. you can express yourself freely yeah. I, <laughs> and we can see we can see why we need these kind of conversations because adult communication says where the what does the person want what are they trying to say what does a woman want what she's trying to say what does he want what we're trying to say and so that allows us to keep touching on more and more of these very topics and we have a good slate of conversational topics around adult communication and so as soon as one person who listens to this show could help reassess and rethink about the viewpoint, us and them can get more comfortable as we continue to communicate between the sexes, communicate among the sexes, and communicate with adult communication. <laughs> Thank you guys so much. This podcast goes so fast and it's such a joy to be able to, to interact with you two on it. Any um, last comments per se? I love these topics because it really needs to be discussed on as right now, like Alicia mentioned, men are still a threat. But with this adult communication, we want to make sure we communicate respectfully, properly with men and women and with most adults here. So I love these topics. <laughs> Great, Alicia. Yeah, I agree with Fields. Um, the episode al- always feels so short because there is so much to say. Um, <laughs> yes. <laughs> but very happy to to share this with you guys. Thanks. And you made a good point about trying more and more to um, to go from DEFCON 3 back down to DEFCON 1. The, the threat levels does not need to be so high. We need to communicate in, with adult communication. So we can't do it as children or baby talk. We need to do it as adult communication so we can bring that level down because we still and absolutely do need to talk to each other and communicate with each other. And that's in the social settings, in the work setting, at the home settings, because it should bring us together better and let us live together in peace and harmony because we are both humans and we both need to occupy a lot of the same spaces. So thank you so much for going over this this piece with me. I'm going to keep promoting this podcast because I think it's most wonderful to talk about how we communicate and ways we can communicate with adult communication. Thank you. Thank you. We want to thank everyone for listening. This is Mr. B on Free Talk with Mr. B. For your comments, see us on Facebook. Follow us. Also on Instagram, follow us. 
please send any inquiry to email mrb at freetalkwithmrb.com or go online www.freetalkwithmrb.com. We thank you and look forward to you again when we come on this week, next week, and every Sunday on Free Talk with Mr. B.